When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on this week's episode, we've got another confession, of course. Plus, I've got some cracking box sets to share. Um, and of course, JK's got new tech. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. How's it going? Um, let me think. How's it going this week? Uh, I've got... I've got uh, there's a... We think there's a leak in the roof, which we're really, really annoyed about. So, how can you think? Are you getting wet? Yeah, there is a leak in the yes, roof. Yes. Yeah. There's a leak. <laughs> there's a definite leak in the roof, um, which we're, oh God, yeah. I, it's just, you know what? I, oh, I'm, I'm, I hope we're insured. I haven't checked the house insurance. Sometimes you wonder if leaks are insured. I don't know. And then oh, I've, I've tried to patch it with bitumen, which, I, which was something I'd never heard of before. Have you ever heard of bitumen? Funny enough, I, I have actually. Have you? How come? Well, I think my dad used to talk about not talk about it, just like randomly. No, it wasn't like dining room table. Let's have a chat about I bitumen. Know, bitumen. <laughs> it was. More, I think, but I think he's um, he just he just knows quite a lot of stuff. I think probably he's got some in his shed because he's got everything in his yeah. shed. Yeah, and I probably stumbled across it somewhere. But weirdly, I know I know a little bit about bitumen. It's one of those things that you, you either know about bitumen or you don't know about bitumen. It's like if, mm. at a dinner party, someone says, someone says to you, you know what you need? You need some bitumen. And you go, oh mm. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I probably do need that. Or it's a, uh, what the is bitumen? What are you yeah. talking about? And they'll go and they'll, you know, their eyes will light up going, oh, this oh. guy, he's one of me. He, he knows. He knows. He's the, in the club. The secret bitumen <laughs> club. First rule of bitumen club, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so bitumen, if, if you didn't Which know... we've what, obviously ignored yeah. for the last 30 seconds. We're bored everyone to bloody tears. We're crap in the bitumen club. We tell about it. We, we let everyone know about it. Yeah, we're proud of it. I don't know why. Uh, bitumen oh, is... Do you know what? There's 40 people like listening right now, kind of either going, yeah, I know, or kind of going, what the hell are these guys talking about? And we still haven't explained what bitumen is. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. We'll just leave it leave open. It. Don't Google it, guys. Yeah, yeah. You go and search it, right? You either know about bitumen or you yeah. don't know about bitumen. Bitumen. <laughs> right. right, leaky roof. What else? Oh, what else has been going on? Um, so uh, we, we got a new car, traded in our car, and I think that... The- What'd you get? <sighs> Why? Oh, wow. What a reaction. No. What I, a reaction. I'm, Charlie got her way, didn't she? No, she didn't. No. And that's why I'm going, <sighs> look, Ch- Charlie knew eventually that we were going to have to go down this route. So if you didn't know before we had, 
a, um, a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I've had them before. I, I like Jeep Chang- Grand Cherokees, okay? <clears throat> Regardless of what you think about them, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. So anyway, we've decided it, it's got enough miles on it. We'd have to, you know, exchange it. So we've exchanged. And if I said to you, look, I'll, I'll, I'll sum up what I'm thinking in one sentence, if you want. I think last Wednesday, we went to the garden center whilst listening to smooth radio in our Volvo. There you go. That explains it. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. The, the, I knew you was going to say Volvo. As soon as your face looked like it did, I was like, Volvo. <laughs> but, and I, because we, our car got buggered up. I said it a few weeks ago on the pod. And I went and sat in a, uh, in the Volvo garage with a very nice young lady assistant who was trying her very best to tell me they're not an old man car. They're not. They're just not an old man car. And actually, they're not. They're not. It's, have, you, it's, have you seen the X? I haven't. I've got. A, so I've actually gone for the Volvo of Volvo cars, which is the 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 state. I've gone for the Volvo V ninety, and it's like it's a twenty sixteen plate. So I don't buy new cars. I buy used. I think it done about sixty seventy thousand miles on the clock. So it's it's like it's not new at all. Um, but I'm one of these guys. If if a car's done about sixty thousand and it's diesel, it's 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 kind of breaking in. I'm all right with that. Which reminds me, we're going to chat to a guy called Lawrence Whitaker in maybe next week or the week after, and he's going to tell. He works for a warranty company. He's going to tell us what the most reliable cars are and most unreliable cars according to, well, a warranty. People that know cars when they go wrong. So that'll be fascinating. So you'll find out, where, you, you'll find out where your car is in that. So, um, I'm worried. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Volvo V90, it's one of the safest cars on the road. It's got a five-star NCAP rating. So it's, it, it's really, really safe. There's loads of room. Well, if you've sat in a new one inside, it's such a bloody nice place to be. Yeah. We, so I test drove an XC. 60? 60. I think yeah. it was the XC 60. Could have been the 40 though. Anyway, they're pretty much identical cars. The only difference is 20 centimeters in length. Mm. You know that. It's all about and length. Yeah, 10 grand difference. Anyway, uh, but I test drove it. I really liked it. So then I, that's, we were looking at the XC40, but um, they are, I mean, it, what, it, this was a new one and it was expensive. Um, we were going to get it on finance, but never did. No. And, Let someone else take the hit. Don't get a new car. You just don't need yeah, to. But don't do it. It would be, Volvo would be in the top three, probably, cars I would look at for our next car. I had a Volvo when I was 30, 37, I think it was. 36, 37. And a walking stick. I, I just, but I, but as, as you'll find out when I speak to Lawrence Whittaker, this this guy from Warranty Wise, uh, in a couple of weeks, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a person who likes cars. I'm not faithful to one car. I've had numerous cars. You know, mm. I've had Volvos. I've had, um, I've had Vauxhalls. I've had Mercedes. I've had BMW. I've had Minis. I've had, I've had a Range Rover once. I don't know why I had that. You're a car slag. But I just love cars. So it doesn't bother me, you know, what sort of car we're talking. I've had a Peugeot, most unreliable car I've ever had. But, you know, I've, I've had them all. And that's what I love about cars. But what I will say about, about the Volvo is, I've gone from having a car that the tax was like 260 quid. Okay. And to fill that car up, to fill the Grand Cherokee up, it's a 90 liter tank. You were talking 120 quid plus. So to keep that in your brain now, the Volvo V90, if you get them pre 2017, my tax is 30 pounds and my, my car to fill up is 65, 70 quid. I mean, it's just a no brainer and I get more miles. So I've, I've, I've gone, I've got the Volvo head on. I'm going all sensible. I'm, I'm saving money. I'm actually looking forward to the future. I'm looking at that pension that doesn't exist at the moment because I'm self-employed. But, you know, that's, that's where I am in my, in my life, in my head. 
Amazing. So in the first, what are we, eight minutes in? In the first eight minutes of this podcast, we've managed to talk about bitumen, <laughs> Volvo cars, and now pensions. <laughs> <laughs> like, good God. <laughs> you said you don't get a variety on this podcast. You never know what's yeah. coming next. Yeah, this is like the ultimate dad podcast where we will talk about the real shit, the real dad, the real boring shit. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, now we, 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 that's anyway. That's kind of my week. So that that's what's been going on here. We we've got to talk about what you said before we press record today. So you, you're playing football again at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, on, yeah, on Tuesday nights. I've got to be a bit careful with how I, how I frame it, frame this. <laughs> well, do they listen? Do they listen or not? Do a few listen? Well, listen, like, right. I am, I'm like an, an average No, that's player. not what you said. <laughs> In, no, I'm... <laughs> that's not what you said at all. <laughs> no, okay, right. On to, on in within the context of that game, I'm above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was saying was, you you asked. I, I don't know how I got. I said I was achy. You said you've been playing football. I said yes, but this week I just got really annoyed because f- football is a really simple game. It's really freaking simple, right? It's really simple, really easy. As long as you don't play like a complete douchebag right you can make it as hard for yourself or as easy for yourself and I, and I like I really enjoy playing it easy playing it quick to feet move into space I, I it's just really simple and I I don't think I can have another evening passing it forwards into feet for someone to then f- I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I, like you never get the ball back. You, they, you, you're free and open, and they don't pass it to you because they're too busy trying to turn into traffic. Like, come on, people! I just, so I got really frustrated. And then I was telling Jen about this and Ted, and uh, Ted was kind of a bit confused because a lot of what I was saying was completely against what I tell him on Saturday when I'm coaching his team. <laughs> So he was kind of thinking, hang on a minute. I was I, like, I was undoing six weeks of really hard training in a, in a second. And uh, Jen said, don't listen to daddy, Ted. He's just having a tantrum. He's <laughs> having a bad day. He's having a bad day. Now, let, let me, can I give you some advice? So, so to a 33-year-old from a 46-year-old who also, I'd like to think I was, I was actually good, very good at football. I played, you know, I, I played semi-pro for a little bit. And, uh, and can I just say that, Yes, you'll have those games where you feel like you're better than the other players on the pitch. But Al, there will come a stage where you get to my age with a knee that is just held together right now with a safety pin. (laughs) And you'll just wish to get on that pitch and play. Yeah, 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 exactly. There is is that side of it. It, It's just... And what's frustrating is so... I really am happy to play mixed ability as well. So it's not even an ability thing. But I think what happened was the stars just didn't align and everyone who it just was a like it was just a re, I just found it a very frustrating game. So I think there was a lot of people on my team who would just fall into the category of below average. <laughs> <laughs> she was such a I really, I really hope no, no one, no one listens who plays on Tuesday. It's, it's like Ronaldo coming back to Man United, isn't it? <laughs> it's exactly like that. Imagine coming back to those schleps, like pass the bloody ball. You with your Adonis like, body, and and the rest of them there that are just fumbling around. 
<laughs> yeah. The thing is, you don't have to be fit. You don't have to be particularly good. You just have to be able to pass the ball quicker than oh, 10 seconds. Don't t- I remember playing once once against the whole city old boys, all right? So I was probably about 24, 23 <laughs> years old. Whole city. Whole city old boys, old boys yeah? Because I used to Jesus. work in Hull for like four years. I remember playing against them and I remember we, we got on the pitch and I was like, boys, we are just going to kick out of these lot. I mean, look at them. It's, I, I tell you who was playing at the time. Like um, Dean Windass. Do you remember Dean Windass? Yeah. Okay. So I think he was he was playing for them and stuff. And I was like, we are going to kick their ass. They, they have got no chance. I have never seen eleven overweight blokes in my life with pot bellies that look like they just kind of have their own yeah. they have their own chair in their living room and they eat pies, drink beer, and point their faces at the TV. That's what they And they turned like. you over, didn't they? They literally turned us over and didn't run at all. <laughs> Didn't run once. I know, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. It's not a hard game if you just play it properly. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Anyway, who's I'll, the most? Go on. Who's the highest? Uh, who's like the best player you've ever played against? Not in your opinion, but like in general football statistics. Gus Poyet was incredible. Oh, amazing. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Sheringham was was brilliant as well. Yeah, you kind of think about Teddy, don't you? You go, oh. but honestly, when you see what he does on the field, field, and when you're playing, was I playing with him or was I against him? I can't remember because I played quite a few celebrity matches because of what mm. the job that I'm in. So I've been very, very fortunate. You're a celebrity. To do that. Well, no, not not one bit. It's basically like, <laughs> oh, Anthony from Blue can't make it. Just get J.K. He'll do. I'm like second to to the Blue he'll boys. Fill in. Yeah, precisely. Um, who else was really, really good? Um, Paul Parker was good. He was really good. Um, I don't remember him. Paul Parker. He he played for England. Yeah, he was he was like an old school boy. Oh, uh, one of the Hull old boys. There was another guy that I, pl- I played him. Um, Milton Keynes. I played once. I, it was. I remember doing the Radio One chart show, and I had to leave early, so we, we pre-recorded the last hour. And I played this big celebrity match, which was on TV, and there were like loads of footballing celebs in that. Was Gazza in there? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I wow. Remember. But yeah, yeah but Gus Poyer was the one that stood out. He was incredible. There you go. Right, well, good. Do, uh, so, yeah, we've all, we're all done. We've talked about football, bitumen, Volvos, and pensions. That's we're done. That's we can't we can't beat that. Let's, let's. I was also I was also scratching myself at the same time just to make really like hammer at home that we're men. Good. <laughs> I turned my microphone down to Trump. So that's it. With every every bingo box is ticked for tick for being a man. Uh, let's do a confession. Yeah, exactly that. Welcome back. Join us in the confessional. Mm. Do you remember years ago I used to in a really sex pesty voice and you I, still say it to me I, every time? I do remember. Yeah, it was quite. Um, I think actually, to be fair, if you had a, a fans only account, people would probably request you to do that in, in, in well, in no clothes whatsoever. So I think there might have been a thing for it. Or now that fans only, only accounts are big, maybe you should bring it back and perhaps, you know, offer it. Well, here's the thing, right? I don't know if this is true. We're going to digress here a little bit, but I don't know how true this is because it's quite hard to judge yourself. But apparently, I have quite a lot of appeal to gay men. So let's get this right. You're a bloody great footballer (laughs) and you appeal to gay men. I mean, yeah. you are bigging yourself something. I'm just, proper. that's not my view. I'm just saying that I have been told on numerous occasions from numerous different sources that, all from gay men, that I am 
an attractive option for them. I mean, I'm not an option for them, but what, they would. Was the word was the word bear involved or not? Or bear? No. <laughs> go and just go and do a little search for that. Okay. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Urban Dictionary. No, I, I, uh, anyway, so um, maybe an OnlyFans for the gay community. Well, if you, if, look, I, any sort of side hustle nowadays, if it, if it pays, if it pays the mortgage, I'm, I'm all the, for the it. Pension. The pension. The <laughs> pension. Is that the right way to get your pension? I don't know. Well, you know, look. it's a way and we'll take it. Um, anyway, sorry, we're digressing here. So we got a good confession uh, from a guy called Paul. I guess that could be his real name, might not be. Um, and this is this is quite a good one, actually. I quite like this. Um, it's interesting. So here we go. Dear JK and Al, I bought my wife's engagement ring cheap on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Confession done and dusted. That's it. You're forgiven. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely I mean, forgiven. forgiven. <laughs> I mean, if you can get away with it as well, forgiven. If she never finds out, well done. I know. I mean, it does go on for a few more paragraphs, but that, I guess that's kind of it. Um, I bought my wife's engagement ring cheap on eBay, but I told her that I'd paid five grand for it. I proposed. She loved it. Everyone was a winner until now. Last week, she asked me for the certificate I got from the jewellers. She wants to make sure it's on the house insurance or something like that. When she asked me, I just played dumb and said that they didn't give me one, but I would try and sort it out. So I pretended to go back to the jewellers, a three-hour drive back to my hometown. When I'd gotten there, I told her the shop had closed down. The sub the subject has now died down, but I'm wondering whether whether and when it's going to rear its head again. She might want to get it valued or cleaned, and the jeweler she takes it to might pick up on the fact it was not worth five grand. What do you think, chaps? <sighs> Amazing. I mean, I mean, talk about digging a bloody hole for yourself. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, that's going to be oh, it's going to be over your head for for well forever, isn't it? I mean, the thing is. When it's, is, passed this, down, when it's passed down to generations. Yeah, a family heirloom. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, God. The, well, thing, the thing here, right, is he's he got himself in the, in the pickle. And now he, I think he's just trying to protect her from being disappointed. Right? Like, who is going to be... Like, he's not... This is, there's no malice in this. Well, he, he has sort of, he has done a lie. There is, he has lied to her. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At the start, but now, well, at the end, clean, when he when he drove three hours to say that it, it was yeah, but that's what I'm saying that way. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> imagine he's pretty, it's a complete lie. Just <laughs> see this guy like sat in his car, like you're on there. What are you up to? He goes, oh, I'm just killing time. <laughs> funny what? story. No, no, it's killing time. Why are you holding an engagement ring? Ah, funny story. Yeah, yeah. law. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. It's yeah, just in some service station somewhere. But no, I so but like now he's just protecting her from being disappointed, right? And protecting himself from getting an ass whooping. Look, but, I, I forgive you. I, I look, I understand. I don't know what the finances were like. Maybe that you, you know, you things are tight. I I, I do forgive. However, to, to have that stress for the for the rest of you know, your, your married life, making sure that you don't lose it to then or what, so what has it now been put on the house insurance? As you just said, it's five grand's worth of ring. I don't know. Does, does the ring accidentally get lost now? So they claim, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, just, but then, you know, yeah, but if they claimed, 
Like, surely they would... Need the receipt. Well, they wouldn't pay out without a certificate or a receipt, wouldn't they? they? need the receipt, they wouldn't, wouldn't they? Yeah. We do not condone that, by the way. Not one bit. Um, no way. Well, no I've way. forgiven. I, I just, I worry for his stress. That's, that's all yeah. I worry about. How would you, in that situation or similar, come clean? No, like, would you? No, you'd keep going until you until, until you the very last moment that, that you just have to keep going with it. You can't come back from that because that really? an enga- well, the engagement ring means a lot. It's not just the ring, is it? It's it's the connection. It's the the binding of your love. It's this is the the start of forever. It means it, it means more than that. It's not just I, the ring. I'll tell you what this reminds me of. One of my favorite sitcoms ever called King of Queens. It's about Carrie and Doug. <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen it. It's bloody brilliant um they they reminisce um about this the time when carrie realized that she first fell in love with doug and basically he gives her he says something to her like uh not i mean it's not this but it's something very similar to this um uh, your oh, your eyes are like the nighttime stars, or something like this. Really romantic, it was. And she, at that moment, was like, "Wow, yeah, I, I really love this man, and I want to spend the rest of my life with him." Anyway, fast forward ten, fifteen years of marriage. Um, she, they're watching this film, and at the end of it, and the film is about a monkey, and uh, it's like one of those monkey and cop films, like a monkey supporting the police officer and these things. And basically, the the police officer turns to the monkey and says that. <laughs> exact line <laughs> and 15 years ago he took the line from the film and gave it to his wife <laughs> she then fell in love with him and so she she goes back like, i cannot believe that the moment i fell in love was based on a line someone says to a monk <laughs> it's the same thing i cannot believe that our engagement was based on a ring that you picked up for 50 quid off ebay even though you told me it was worth a thousand times that i, I think i can beat that that's actually happened to me I've been caught out using a line oh, no. by when dumping someone. So no the, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do you remember the, the line? Do you remember the film Cocktail? It was from the film Cocktail, and I remember breaking yeah. up with a girl and and saying to her, "But you know, the thing is, you know, she's like, but we, you know, we should, but it's we're good together, you know." It's and I said, "Look, look, for this, this, this wasn't the girl, but for the sake of it, look, um, Shona, everything ends badly. <laughs> everything ends badly." Otherwise, it wouldn't end at all, and and we kind of we broke up, and then she later found out that it was from the film cocktail. <laughs> Imagine was, if she just turned around there and then, be like, is that a line from cocktail? <laughs> would have broken no. <laughs> would have broken no. the ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. Amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, that probably happens all the time. But that that's what this story reminds me of. Um, anyway, yeah, maybe maybe he should just spend five grand on a ring and then tell her at the same time as giving her a new ring. Well, maybe maybe what he could do is he could lose he could on purpose lose the ring, and when he's ready to yeah. to buy a new one, then you can legitimately put that on the insurance with the certificate. But then yeah. that's that's you know that's your choice, your choice. Jen, look, no wedding ring on here at the minute. Why not? Jen and I have a thing running at the moment. What is it? Basically. During the summer, when the heat makes your fingers swell a little bit, my ring was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> so I took it off one evening whilst I was watching TV and I just left it on the, on the window ledge. Sorry, I've got, I'm, and I left I'm, it there. There's, there's, there's a magpie staring me out in the window. <laughs> <laughs> He's properly staring me out. Is he? You can have him, Jay. Take him. <laughs> Oi! I could have you, you know. 
Have some magpie pie. Yeah, have you heard of that song? <laughs> oh, it's gone now. It's got stared out by a magpie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the wedding ring, yeah, fat fingers got you. Well, yeah, so this, so Jen was like, oh, you're taking it off because you've put on so much weight, your fingers are getting fatter. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off, Jen. <laughs> I do not need to be fat shamed by my wife. Um, anyway, it wasn't that. It was just because it was hot and it was a sweaty day. So I just took it off. Anyway, so I, I left it there overnight. And then when I came back the next day, it had gone. And Jen was like, oh, where's your ring? And I was like, well, you've obviously moved it somewhere. And she was like, no, I haven't. You've lost it. I was like, I haven't lost it. I know 100%. I left it there. Um, anyway, I've this is now six months on. And I've said to her, do you know where that ring is? She, and she's completely forgotten where she put it. <gasps> No. So she's lost my wedding ring, but she's consistently blaming it on the fact that I, because <laughs> that I'm, I've just got fat fingers. Not true. No. Well, yeah. Anyway, look, uh, f- forgiven. I think it was Paul. Was it Paul? If that is your real name, Paul. Forgiven. You, you just have to deal with the stress for the rest of your life. But, but absolutely forgiven. Uh, if you'd like to submit a confession, uh, your dad confession, and seek forgiveness from myself or Al, uh, go to thedadsnet.com and uh, you can do it all from there. Right. Coming next, have you got some box set recommendations for us? I certainly do. <laughs> Welcome back to the Don't Tell Your Man podcast with me, JK, and uh, him, Al. Now, we uh, we are doing this where Al recommends some box sets for you. What do we call it again? Al's Big Box. What was it? Al's Bulging Al's Box Bulging Set. Bulging Box Set. That's yeah. it, yeah. Al's Bulging Box Sets. So, um, three today, is it, as always? And I'm not allowed to comment because I, it, I give yeah, them Yeah, it is three. You can't comment because you right. basically... Everyone knows what's happening this week because you told them last week. So, just don't, don't talk. <laughs> Zip it, zip it, zip. Um, okay, so we just split this into three categories. One is like the best ever, must watch. One is like an adult recommendation. One is an, a kid's recommendation. An adult recommendation of a box that always like sounds really... Um, yeah, yeah, blue. Like I'm suggesting kind of yeah. adult movie. Blue. <laughs> Which I'm not. It's yeah. just a not appropriate movie. One for the dads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so the first one, which is like a best ever, must watch, is 24 which I know you mentioned last week. Yeah, everyone has. You to watch can't it. beat Jack Bauer. He's a, he's literally the best kind of superhero ever. Not superhero with superpowers, but he's the best kind of hero ever. I mean, he's amazing, isn't do you know, he? Do you know what annoyed me about when people watch Twenty Four? And yes, of course, you've got to you, you take these things with a pinch of salt. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be in real time, so that's the whole point of Twenty Four. Mm. It happens in twenty four hours in real time, and um. Everyone used to go, oh yeah, but season three, season it's all getting very samey. Well, it is kind of, it's going to be a bit samey. The stories are going to change mm. a little bit, but it's going to be. Yeah, has anyone ever same. seen James Bond? I mean, exactly. it's the same. It's the same. It really is. <laughs> a different Bond villain stroking the cat. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Everything else is the same. But yes, look, 24, we don't need to go into it. 24, 100% agree. Done. It's a must watch. I'm watching for the third or fourth time. I'm currently on season two, working way through it again. It's a must watch. Second one uh, is the adult recommendation for you and your partner or just you, whoever, whatever. Um, and it's a new one. Actually, I haven't finished it. So I can't, this is a recommendation, but kind of based on the fact that I haven't finished it. So it might end rubbish, but so far it's pretty good. It's called Outer Banks. Okay, never heard of that. Explain. It's on Netflix. Mm. Um, it's about this group of young kind of late teens, kind of 18-year-olds, uh, one of them whose dad has gone AWOL and everyone says he's dead, but he's 
he's the son believes he's not dead and basically it's a bit like a modern day treasure hunt but it's filmed in this place in america called the outer banks which is there's there's these beautiful places in america that are hot but they've got um a bit like the bayous, you know, like all these, uh, not swamps, but like all these kind of little um, inlets of rivers that kind of come into the land. And there's there's all these towns built around these little streams and rivers mm. and lakes and things. It's in that kind of setting. So, but it's, re- it's really well done. You, you kind of get into these characters quite quickly. Because you, I think you feel you empathise really well for this this young lad, um, but but they basically the, the dad was seeking this treasure from a shipwreck that was wrecked hundred years ago off the coast, which has a load of gold, uh, and then they kind of pick up the trail. He thinks his dad is been you know is being held or you know still looking for this treasure so they pick up the treasure hunt um, and it's good. It's it's really it's a good amount of action. Um, it's good. Okay. Number three mm. for kids, mm. investigators. <laughs> nope, never heard of that one. Have either. you not seen it? No. Nope, oh my days! Noah will love it, and it's really nice. It's it's an Australian. So it's Australian done. There's two seasons about these four kids who basically solve mysteries in and around the playground and their kind of and their hometown. It's based in a school. A lot of it. Um, it's really sweet. It's really nice. It's quite interesting. It's well done. It's quite creatively done. So it's not your average kind of children's TV. And I mean, Ted is gripped by it. It's one of his go-to, like probably in the top three things he'll just go to and watch. He must have seen everyone 10 months by now, but he loves it. It's really good. Investigators. Wicked. There you go. There are your three uh, box set recommendations, courtesy of, of Al's bulging box sets uh, today. Enjoy. Um, am I allowed to? Uh, do, am I? I'm not allowed to say anything, am I? Because just in case, well, it depends uh, whether you're going to mention any other kind of box set that I might mention next week. Can I just say one that we're watching at the moment that we love, and it's a limited season on Netflix, limited series. Yeah, go on then. Made really good. M A D E M M A I D, really good. It's got Andy McDowell and her daughter in it, and it's um, mm. it's quite it's quite hard. The first episode is really hard going, as in it's quite traumatic. It's quite it, it, yeah, the anxiety levels are huge, but it's phenomenal, really really good. Oh, okay, yeah, so it's quite it's quite hardcore. It really is. Um, Might check that out with Jenny. It's really really good though. So there you go. So J K, do you have any new tech? Shh, don't tell your mum. Okay, so this week it's weird, right? Let me explain this first of all, because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna talk about a barbecue. That's what I'm gonna talk about. And I know that we're we're heading into autumn winter now, but the reason that I'm talking about it now is I've needed to use this barbecue to get a full review on this, right? So that's why it's taken this time. We also took a nice break over the uh, the summer period, quite a big break. We don't usually take that long a break, but we did. So I actually managed to get to use this to its absolute full potential. And that's why I want to tell you about this right now. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear the barbecue goodness. It's the Charbroil Professional Core B2. So do a quick search. Quickly go on you whilst I talk about this. You can see it whilst uh, whilst I talk about it. Have a little search on your Name screen. that again. Name that again. The Charbroil Professional Char- Core B2. Yep, got it. 
So why, I know what you're thinking, why? So first of all, what you need to know about me is I'm a gas barbecuer because I like the convenience of gas. I've, I've got a pizza oven, which I use, which is gas. I am gas all the way. So that's the first thing I need to tell you about with me. So this has got true infrared cooking technology, okay? And it's got these five key benefits. So this is the big, for me, this is the big sell. This is what I love about it, right? So It's basically saying that your grill system will give you a guaranteed success every time. Okay, so the five key benefits, no flare-ups, it's up to like 50% juicier, the food, 100% even heat distribution. It's easy cleaning, which as we know with barbecues, cleaning them is a pain in the backside. And it's it's also more, 30% more economical consumption as well. So you're not using as much gas because the heat distribution is fantastic. So it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got a really cool ignition. I know, I know there's me talking about an ignition, but the touch button is really, really cool on this. Okay, so that, that's one thing that I absolutely love. Um, mm. Let's talk about... So, you know, I said the low consumption, right? So it's got upward-facing, high-performance stainless steel burners. So these, these produce the maximum and evenly distributed heat. And like I said, low gas consumption. And, and the heat is generated. It's, it's like transferred via the stainless steel emitters to like this durable porcelain enameled cast iron grate and and it's all stored there hence why you get the the great distribution and the food is grilled to perfection all right it's extra high double walled lid as well which includes a lid temperature gauge so it allows a sort of variety of different cooking methods you forget how much you use that that temperature gauge in a in a, mm. in, a in a barbecue as well it's really really handy uh yeah. visually don't you think it looks fantastic that all black looks amazing um, yeah, when, it does look good. And when you turn it on, uh, a red LED light illuminates on the knobs. You know me. You know I love Mate. an LED. You love knob. A, you love an illuminated knob. I absolutely do. <laughs> all right, and, all, and and as you can see, well, so this is a this is a this is kind of a what do you call it? It's a barbecue. It's a smaller barbecue. This. And it, but it's got this large door which concealed the um it, it sort of conceals the grill's interior, but it's got a built-in holder for a gas bottle and that can weigh up to about eleven kilograms. But you forget a built-in holder for a gas bottle. If like me, you use gas, it's really really handy because otherwise they're mm. at the side or you have to put them behind or you have to store them in the shed. Well, not with this. It's there. You can just put it there straight away. You can personalize this grill as well, okay, with with accessories. It's got four heavy-duty wheels. They've got to be heavy-duty, obviously. The grill can easily be pushed to the desired location. And when you want mm. to fix it in place, two wheel locks, which is really handy. Integrated bottle opener. Yes! Oh, yes! mic drop. Mic drop. Look at the picture of the built-in um, uh, bottle opener as well. Look at it. It, how cool is that bottle opener? Yeah, that does look good. It's like a flame, isn't it? It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the warranty. Yes, we're dads. We need to talk about warranties. Covered for 10 years on the stainless steel burners, five years on the grates, all the other parts, they're covered for two years as well. Um, it's got this folding side shelf, which is really, really handy. So if you haven't got much room, okay, in your garden small and you want to store it, maybe in a little shed or whatever, um, it's it's got this folding side shelf. It's, it's stainless steel side shelf. It provides an additional like work surface can be folded down for that space saving storage. Like I said, look, mm. trust me, this it's a small, it's one of the smaller barbecues. Char broil are fantastic. The guarantee, the warranty is amazing. It looks really cool. It's like the night rider of barbecues. <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, Dad's need a good barbecue. Go and check it out, charbroil.co.uk. And the biggest kind of thing is that barbecues, you can cook so much on a barbecue. Mm. Even in bad weather, you just nip outside, you do your meat on the barbecue, you bring it in. You know, I know people in the height of winter, they do their Christmas dinners on barbecues yeah. and they are insanely good. Um, I, I, I think that in England we have this, you know, we're fair weather barbecuers, which is fine, but actually there's so much more potential. And if you're investing, you know, five, 600 quid in a barbecue, it, using it all year round is going to, you're going to easily get your money's worth. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, you remember, remember my old producer, Nige, uh, who's from New Zealand. The one that looks like Jesus. The one that, yeah, looks a bit like, no, he looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. That's what he looks like. <laughs> He, he's uh, he's from New Zealand. He he loves a barbecue, and like like you were talking about then, he barbecues all year round. Every single bit of meat usually is done on the barbecue. Come rain, snow, shine, wind, whatever. Mm. And and again, yeah. another reason now that you should always have a gas barbecue because you can just turn it on straight away, whatever the weather. You don't want to be going out there faffing around with getting your your charcoal and your wood and getting it to the right temperature. Nah, ignition. On it goes. True heat. Like I said, that amazing technology that Charbroil have got, the true infrared cooking technology, distribution, low consumption when it comes to gas. That's why you should always barbecue with gas. We're cooking on gas. Don't give me that face. You know it's true. I'm out. I'm out. Well, we're kind of done, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week. I'll be back in next week. Uh, Yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. It's always a pleasure um, to have a natter to you, even though you're not actually with us. It feels like like you're with us. It feels like we're with you as well. Yeah, we're with you. Um, Please make sure you rate us, download, uh, like, uh, subscribe, follow, and give us a rating and a review where, if you can, on the platform that you're listening on, because that, that's a massive help. Um, five stars is really good. And please do tell all your friends to listen to the Don't Take Mom podcast. 